ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the August 7th edition of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jake Hughes, and alongside me, the old man, Kevin Hughes. Kevin, old man, how you doing? Sorry, I'm having technical difficulties. Technical difficulties are being had because I saw you pointing to your ears, assuming you couldn't hear me, but I can see my my thing going up. You're perfect. I always am. That's, you know. How the hell are you doing today, old man? I am doing well. What had happened with my technical difficulties, I went to check YouTube and I didn't mute it. So I was still hearing the music while you were talking. And I was like, oh, that's going to be that, a little confusing. How is that possible? Jake did like, something. He pushed the wrong button again. No, no, it wasn't me this time. Just you. <laughs> was it you this time? It's all good. What a week it was in the CFL. Um, and I got was to say, football we games this week? There's a, there's a, there, you know what? I'm going to, it's going to be shocking to you. There was four in the CFL this week. No. And on top of that, there might have been some NFL preseason action. And you make that face, those listening, the old man made a scrunched up bleh face. That's how, that's how the NFL fans feel about preseason NFL. It's just bleh. There's no need for it. Um, But as a lot of you guys are aware who are tuning in, hopefully uh, not for the first time, but if you are welcome, please hit that like button, subscribe to us. And let us know, like put in the chat, let us know where you're from. Uh, Yeah, because we love to interact with you guys live on the stream. And just don't suck or we won't talk about it. Yeah, we have one rule here. Don't suck. If you suck, we won't listen to you. Um, however, in the, in your, where you're from, tell, tell us, because this week has been full of upsets, full of craziness, and it is my distinct honor to do these every single week. Tell us who your top three are. And if you're the Smurf Mafia, if you're the Smurf Mafia, we'll get to it. We'll get to it very shortly because I have a lot to say about the Lions Winnipeg game. However, I do. I just a little bit. Okay. Um, I let's do want to say about, that. Let's, let's talk about these guys first. What do you think? Hey, hey, you almost got it right on the third try this time. No, it was a second. <laughs> well, no, because you, you pointed to the It door was the second. Right. I went. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> See, I saw you. I saw you put up the wrong hand and then point at the door and then to the flag. So we're, we're getting there. Um, but yeah, let's talk about a little bit about the Canucks. Cause I always like to throw just one little splash in of the other team that we follow they're, they're, here. We should call this, we should call this Jake's nerd uh, segment. Well, this isn't really a nerd segment. This is just me speculating and being bored. This is just me wanting to talk about hockey and there's nothing to talk about. So um, Carlson got traded. I'm pulling up the the full trade here because it's it's quite a mouthful. There's three teams involved. It's, it's like, and it's like 55,000 players. Yeah, so the Penguins receive Carlson, Pitlick, Hamaliak, and a 2026 third-round pick from San Jose. San Jose received 2024 first-round pick from Pittsburgh. Granlin, um, Hoffman, and Jan Ruda. And the Le Habitants received a 2025 Pittsburgh second-round pick. Jeff Petrie, uh, Casey DeSmith, and Le- Lagarge. Lagarge? 
all in all, this saves um, the the sharks. I think uh, by my quick calculations here, about five million dollars worth of cap space because they did retain a little bit on um, Carlson, but they did also have to take cap back to make everything work. And that leaves a nice little juicy hole, in my opinion, because there was already rumors before for Tyler Myers to be moved to San Jose once either September 1st or September 15th, depending on your sources, once that payout of his bonus goes through. Because once that payout of his bonus goes through, he'll be only paid $1 million cash for the whole year but his cap hit will still be the $6 million because it's a $5 million signing bonus dependent on when that is uh, set out. So we could have news as of next month on if Chaos Draft is going to be with us anymore. If, 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 and it's if. a big if, there is yep. a hockey god. If there is a hockey god. Well, if, he, if there's they a hockey god... They, will listen to my... they I was going to say, they haven't listened to your prayers for the last 50-odd uh, years, almost 60 years. Can I talk now? Yep. Mr. In- Mr. Interruptitis. <laughs> if there's a hockey god, we will not have Jake Myers come. Jake Myers. I'm Jake. Tyler Myers. <laughs> Tyler Myers. Where did I get Jake Myers? There's Jake, a Jake Jake Myers. Meyer. Jake Meyer, the quarterback for Calgary. Mayor. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, Meyer, there's a Jake fine. Myers in my head. Weird. Anyway, um, Tyler Myers. If there's a hockey god, we will not have a Tyler Myers. Chaos Giraffe playing for the Canucks come 2023-2024 season. But... I- it's again, it's a long, it's a long, long shot. I, I hope it happens. What do we get in return? Cap, give me a third round pick. Honestly, like that's how that's how depreciated and, his value is. And how much are you having to retain? Uh, if you're doing that, I think you retain maybe a million dollars. Um, unless you're getting a unless you're getting a my brain is not working right now, unless you're getting a um, top four player back, I think you're going to have to retain. If you're getting a top four player back who has more upside or is younger than Tyler Myers, then I think that's it's a you might even need to put a sweetener in to t- put Myers into there. Yeah. However, San Jose's on the rebuild, so they might be willing to take Tyler Myers for that one year at full and pop. Who, who did um, San Jose get? They went to the um, Carlson went to the Penguins, did he not? Is that correct? Yes, I'm. I'm really glad you listen when I speak. Um, Carlson, uh, the Sharks got a first round pick, Granlin, Hoffman, and Jan Ruda. But there's okay. again, there's three teams and nine yeah. players, three picks involved. So it's it was a huge trade, and I, it was really nice to see um, get done. Well, I saw um, that it was like double digits. Yeah. Um. So I was like, holy crack! That's crazy. And Ron- Ron talking about the Penguins, um, not liking the fact that they're a really old team. And I was actually seeing something. They're going to be the oldest team defensively uh, in the NHL's history, from my recollection of the, what the um, tweet said or X. Oh, really? Said, oh, wow. Is that like their youngest defenseman that's going to be starting more than likely? Crazier things happened, have happened where uh, a guy's supposed to start but doesn't. It's going to be like the youngest guy's 29. 
and nice. the oldest guys are going to be like 35, 36. So it's a problem. I believe Ron is tuning in from Calgary, if I'm correct, right, Ron? I'm pretty sure he's from Calgary. And a big thing with that, I mean, is you get a lot of players, especially later in their career, who want to go chase a cup or go play with one of the greats. And Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, how many more years do they have left? Well, yeah, and, that's why they're such an old team, right? Yeah. And you're, I mean, as Pittsburgh, Kyle Dubas, who named himself, did you hear about this? Sorry, this was not on my radar to talk about, but Ron were on to, got us onto peng- the Penguins. So Kyle Dubas, former GM of the Leafs, sure is in YYC, uh, says Ron, but the Kyle Dubas hired by Pittsburgh to be the VP of hockey operations or president of hockey operations. The latest search so long that he then just decided to name himself GM of the team as well. He's now GM and president of hockey operations. Yeah. You know, they kind of go together. I mean, they do, which it's, it's not a, it's usually not a, an issue. However, it yeah. seems weird when you have, you've brought in a person specifically to be your president of hockey operations. Cause usually you want that separation of GM and president of hockey, yeah. hockey operations. And then they're just like, you know what? I'll, I'll do both instead. Yeah. Pay me, pay me twice. Yeah. Give me but, more. That's we still have months to go until hockey. You've got a month and a half, month and a week, I think, until the um, the young stars start in Penticton, which I still would like to sneak down to. I don't think I'm going to be able to, but it is what it is. Just want to interrupt the podcast here for a few seconds and say thank you so much for listening. If you do like what you're listening here again, please do subscribe, tell a friend write a review if you do want to support us in any way shape or form the sponsors that you're about to listen to do help us keep the show moving forward have yourself a wonderful day and i will see you guys next monday on youtube hey it's kevin the medium here catch me live every tuesday 7 p.m mountain time on youtube or facebook live cavelli channeling check me out Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you guys know that Houston Media is now accepting brand new clients, whether you're a super large business with many employees or just yourself, you're needing that little extra bit to get yourself over the hump, reach out to Houston Media, we are on Facebook, Houston Media, or reach out to at Streams. that's me, your host, Jake Hughes, be able to help you with SEO, content marketing, anything that you need marketing-wise, let me know. And now... Let's get back into the show. Ron saying uh, he understood that he was the GM, that that is where his recent experience is. So It, it definitely is, and he's a great GM. I mean, look at the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs team, but it'll be, it'll be uh, interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah. That's kind of our hockey talk, unless you have anything more in the hockey world to talk about. <laughs> Is the season started yet? Nope. Okay. I got time. Moving on. Before we move on, no, oh. before we move on, I have things in an order for a specific reason, old man. We have a rundown. We do the rundown in order. There is a specific reason for this. Ladies and gentlemen, the old man's trying to jump ahead to talk about the Lions because we're 10 minutes in and he's getting antsy to talk about the kicking that we took by the Blue Bombers. But before you do that, I want you guys, please check out hughsports.ca. Um, most of the weeks we'll put out a couple articles, three or four articles a week. Some weeks we'll put out one or two. 
basically uh, as much as we can handle writing because neither of us are writers we like to talk about things and try to put it into words and it, it helps us maybe if you go should, to the site maybe we should do oh. like um live um like just short um vlogs i'll call them like like live blogs or vlogs vlogs like instead of writing an article do a vlog yeah i mean we can definitely do that we can we can right. talk about that off uh, I just like throwing that Super... thing at you on air when you have See, that. The thing, like something like that, is so easy because if you, the big thing for you, if you're gonna do it, you know, turn your phone What's sideways. What's this wee shit? Turn this phone, your phone sideways. I'll turn my phone sideways, all right. Shine it up, nice and pretty, and stick that some bitch right up. Your candy ass. Um. However, if you are do like what we do here, you can also check out on Hughesports.ca a huge selection, a huge selection of irrational fan gear that I'm waiting for things to pop up on screen here. You can see we have our loved and beloved Smurf Mafia. Um, we actually just made a shirt for that because someone who bought the hoodie before reached out to me and said, hey, I love the hoodie, but do you have this in t-shirt? I said, sure. no. I said, no, but give me a day and it'll be up. Um, we have Calgary. We have Edmonton. We have BC, of course. We have Ottawa. We have Saskatchewan. Edmonton? I mean, we do have Edmonton. Edmonton. Didn't you do up one for Toronto? We do have one up for Toronto. I haven't posted it yet. Okay. Because I, I'm working with some design. It's a technical thing on my side that I'm working on, trying to make it work. Um, Speaking of the Edmonton one, you, we, on the Edmonton one, I don't know if we can continue doing it uh, because you have the paper bag on it. And apparently the Edmonton Elks, formerly the Edmonton Eskimos, um, don't like people in bags. They actually kick them out of their stadium. But it's not Now, hold on here. No. This is a team that is bagging people. They, 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 we couldn't give tickets away for this these games. Literally couldn't give them away. We had five sets of tickets. Nobody wanted them. And they're kicking people out of the stadium for no reason other than he was wearing you, a paper bag. If you look at their stats, they're actually getting more fans in than they did last year and the year before COVID. When they actually had a team that was good. Be, you know why? Because, because they're giving them away. <laughs> when you give, literally, when you give a section of free tickets away at the first home game, so you're paying, okay, say whatever section it is, you're paying 50 to $80 a ticket for cheap seats, $100 for really good seats. Okay, so you're doubling my tickets. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no matter how much you pay, I'm now paying half that price. Well, and they, they keep getting free tickets until they win a home game. Yeah. It wasn't just, is it just that. Is it just that section or is it does it change every game? I don't know. That'd be something I'd like to know. People. I think it's the same people. I think it's the same people. So they just have tickets. So they just have uh, uh, half or one ticket worth of season tickets for the rest of the year. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, hey. Also, if you're watching right now on YouTube, first off, thank you so much. It, it means the world that you guys take the time out of your busy Mondays to come listen to us ramble about sports. Secondly, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a comment. Uh, Ron in chat, I, I appreciate it because the algorithm gods likes it when people are interacting with us when we're live. Um, even if you just say, hey guys, I'm from Vancouver, I'm from Regina, I'm from Smurf Mafia headquarters. I don't care where you're from. Uh, and again, we say a lot of things. 90% of them are in jest. We have fun. We're here to have fun. 
hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. If you're listening on podcast format, hit the subscribe button, uh, five stars, share with your friends, talk about us. Um, if you have anything that you want us to do better, hit us up on Twitter or sorry, hit us up on X, um, or Facebook. We are on Facebook on a lot of CFL groups. The old man has all sorts of ideas apparently, cause he's pointing to himself. I have something to say and I don't want to interrupt. Um, it, it means the world to us to be able to do that because again, the, the likes, the subscribes, they, they go a long way. What would you like to say, old man? X. You can't call it X. I downloaded an app today. Yeah. Who's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gone already, but I did see it. It is an X, but it's, it, it's, their... it's celebrity. That's, that's, that's their thing. See, when I see someone do this, I think of Degeneration X. If it's I see someone, thing. see, it's right there. See, it's it's X. Yep, but it's so not every time I see the X for Twitter. I think it's celebrity messaging me about my upcoming cruises. But no, um, which I w- I think we should talk about in September next month. You're going to be missing in action for a couple of podcasts. Oh, the whole bunch of podcasts, actually. You're only gone for 16 days, so that would only be two podcasts. Three I'm going to be gone for. Wow. He told me he was only gone 16 days, and he just well, happens to line them up all on Mondays. If you got him, if you got the 18th, the 25th, and I won't be in any condition to, to talk to anybody on the 2nd. On the 2nd. Okay, so, well, on the 25th, we're going to try to stay in contact while you're on the cruise because it's in Europe. You might be up. You might be a little bit drunk. You might be waking up to have Wouldn't coffee. That be fun? And uh, if if the internet's good enough, I'd love to bring you on for a quick like, how's how's Europe? Have you been watching football at all? And I could do especially, it. The, I could do the 18th maybe too because I'll just be in Barcelona on the 18th. Barcelona, yes. Yes, I could try. No guarantees and, though. No guarantees. But what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to find a couple uh, co-hosts to fill in. That's a good idea. You probably need two or three just to fill in for me. Well, I mean, I don't need to fill in your actual seat. I just need to fill in so I have someone to talk to. You bitch. Boom. Also, boom, the last boom, week boom. in three podcasts from now, the 28th of August, we're having a very Ooh, special guest. Exciting. To talk about something that is outside of the realm of what me and the old man know, but it's still within the sports realm. Hey, and I'm, I drink and know things. He drinks and knows things. However, we don't know a lot about this. And I'm not, I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to skip spoilers. If you think you know what it is, leave a comment. Leave a comment. Go to our Facebook. Leave a comment there. Let us know what you think it is. Rod Peterson available. You know what? That would be the greatest, the greatest <laughs> fill-in hosts. If I could convince Rod to do a late night show. Hell, I wouldn't even do that. I'll talk to Rod and be like, Rod, we can pre-tape it. When are you free? Let's pre-tape it. Hello, Nancy Jackson. Mother, how are you doing? I haven't said anything mean about her this week, have I? I know. It's kind of shocking. But let's <laughs> jump into something we both want to talk about and be mean about. Yeah, speaking the of BC, being mean. The BC Lions go into Winnipeg and just get absolutely demolished every step of the way. Um, <sighs> do you want to, Do you want to go first? Because I have a lot to say. So if you start to talk about what you thought of the game, I will interject. Winnipeg just out fucking played us. 
I mean, it was pretty simple. Yep. They outcoached us. They outplayed us offensively, defensively, special teams. I, I want to step in on that. literally kicked our butt from start to finish. Yep. Um, as soon as they threw that first pass, in my head, I went, oh, no. Okay. So, you know, people who've been watching the show a long time know, I played DB for high school. If we got beat that badly on the first pass of the game, you know what we'd be doing? You'd be sending two guys. You'd be you'd be sending less rush because you need to. You have two safeties, one for the left side, one for the right side, and they play deep. No one's behind you. No one's no allowed one. to be behind you. Twice. So, so, and again, first play of the game, okay, it happens. There needs to be adjustments made. And I look at Ryan Phillips, and I, they showed him multiple times on the, on the sidelines where he just had his hands up in the air, clipboard up, with like what's going on no he was doing a touchdown symbol for them well yeah i mean yeah (laughs) then halftime came and i was like okay you know what i've seen and i texted you this i've seen bigger comebacks from worse teams yes because the lions do have a good team without vernon adams it was going to be a lot harder but we know what this defense can do and we've talked about it a lot on the show this is probably one of the best defenses we have ever seen the best defense in the league right now yeah, bomber fans. Yeah, you won. Blah 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 blah. But still, the was, best defense in the league. There wasn't even an. I don't feel there was even an adjustment made at halftime. No, there, there wasn't. wasn't I there wasn't. Hey, off, Jake. I there, never. You know me. I never turn off a Lions game. I turn that shit off in the third quarter. Um, Ron nails it on the head. As soon as adversity hits, they crumble, and the defensive backs crumbled. Gary Peters, who has been the, and and in my opinion, one of the defensive MOPs quietly for this BC Lions team, was beat every step of the way. Every, every you, you'd see a wide shot and Peters would be trying to jam when he's getting beat four out of five plays. Yeah. Why are you trying to stay back off the ball? You know what's not going to burn you? If they start throwing five-yard um, quick hits. Exactly. Because you're going to hit them enough that those DB that those wide receivers are going to eventually drop one. Yeah. And instead, they tried to keep playing man. They kept, kept keeping trying to jam, and there was no nothing done from Ryan Phillips in the defensive side. Now, Kalaros uh, and and the Mike O'Shea or whatever O'Shea and, and Winnipeg do deserve a lot of respect for this because coming into it, there wasn't a lot of teams that I would say could do this to the Lions defense other than the Argonauts. Now, we're on a short week. I'm going to use excuses. We're on a short week. Winnipeg. Winnipeg, bless you. Winnipeg was (laughs) off for uh, 13 days. Excuse me, I had to sneeze. Um, Winnipeg had 13 days off. So they had a lot of time to study. And hey, they credit to them. They, They saw something and they took... Huge advantage of it. My worry is all the other teams that saw what happened. But you you say that. We thought the same thing when Toronto took advantage of us. And no team was able to figure it out. Yeah. We True. So is it just that there's elite quarterbacks that can figure it out and elite play calling? And Ryan Phillips has a really good base strategy. And as soon as he gets overwhelmed, he doesn't know what to do. Because we weren't able to get pressure. 
we weren't able to like i don't think there was a sec uh, there wasn't even a sniff at of bets getting a sack no there wasn't a sniff of uh, interception again the passes were all over the heads of our dbs being beaten it was embarrassing it was i'm hoping that they have this full week and they're i hope they're embarrassed <clears throat> and i'm hope they're pissed off cuz now we we play at home next week against the against stamps who are coming off we'll talk about next or coming yeah. off a great win but but we have I to do, come out mad we have to we come have to, out pissed off we have, we have to, to come, come out, out and we have to come out and say man i'm embarrassed we have to come out with vernon adams junior because no offense to Dane Evans and no offense to Dominique Davis. They both look like third string quarterbacks. Yeah, they, I agree. They, I mean, Davis apparently got hurt. I didn't see the play where he got hurt. Um, uh, Dominique Davis did not look like a starter. And we talked about it when we first started the season. We had three quarterbacks who had starting reps in the CFL. Well, now we have one great quarterback and two guys who would probably be third uh second or third strings on any team including Edmonton that's how yeah. upsetting those the the how disappointing the that game was for BC now my brain doesn't work quite the way it used to um yep. am i right in saying Vernon Adams was dressed for the second half yes he was so um, he was on the roster, just not dressed, but he yeah, came so out in the second half dressed. Because um, the reason for that was that uh, Dane Evans wasn't on the sidelines and they didn't know if he could continue. Yeah, so he you, hurt himself. You, yeah. you need to have a second quarterback dressed. Right. You could have him not dressed, but then why use a roster spot on him? Yeah. So the only logical thing, and he was stretching... Uh, coming out of the half and, and they showed it. And I messaged both you and uh, mother about it and was like, Holy shit. Like, why is he in gear? And yeah, I was kind of like, what the oh. hell? Again, if Dom, like if you're going to do that, why not for the fourth quarter, put him in and see how he is. Yeah. It's concerning to me because that to me means he's, there's no way he's ready to actually start. There's no way he's a hundred percent to start on uh, Saturday. You don't think so? I don't. If you're not willing to put him in in a, in a game like that where you're getting demolished, just to get him some game speed reps with with uh, with contact, how confident are you in in his in his in his abilities? Yeah, right now, be... like of him being of him being uh, healthy. If he was. He wasn't scratch, so he's obviously taking reps of some kind at practice last week. But he wasn't dressed. There was no intention for him to ever put on pads. But he was on the roster. He was he was the fourth string quarterback on the roster. Third, third um, string quarterback. No, fourth. Oh, third. Yeah, sorry. Third. Yeah, third. Yeah. I'm thinking fourth. No, him. Then <laughs> our second string, Himself, our third string, our second string third string, and then him again. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Catch up to me. Um, so I think, um, I think he can get ready this week if he's healthy. We need if he's him. healthy, 
it's it, one of those now it's like if we would have won last week we, if we beat the bombers we can sit him another week or or even if it was close if it was a 46 to 50 game and winnipeg was just able to and we're talking having the same discussions about defense but the offense was able to carry it yeah completely different but it, then we're having not. a completely different uh conversation um but we need him so i'm hoping that he's ready to go um but like I say, every member of that team, whether you're defensive line, offensive line, special team, long snapper, short fourth snapper, string, fourth string water water boy. water boy, guy who freaking carries the flag. Every person on in this organization needs to look in the mirror and say, "It's on me. That loss is on me," and mean it and come out pissed off. I want to see an angry, angry, hateful Lions team come Saturday when they take on the um, Stampeders. And I don't just want them to beat them. I want to destroy them. Yeah. And and we know we've watched a lot of it. And we always talk about it. Stampeders and Lions games always get feisty. We've seen yeah. fights in the parking lot after the games. We've seen all sorts of different crazy stuff. Which reminds me, before I forget, I was supposed to text you and I forgot to text you. So I'm going to say it on the air so all our viewers in Calgary can pay attention too. There's going to be a, a watch party oh, okay. down at Sharks Club back down south this time. They take turns. <laughs> and on Saturday night, um, whether you're a Stamp fan or a Lions fan, show up. Wear your colors. It should be a fun, fun night. Um, we're going to, we being the Rod Peterson show, um, and now the uh, HSP are going to kind of team up and really promote the hell out of this one. Yeah, sounds like a good time. I'm super excited for Saturday now because I totally didn't have plans. Um, but I will be there in my in my gear. Um so let's jump to the Calgary game because I think there's a lot of discussion to be had here about a lot of different things. But the I'm paying Argonauts, attention. The Argonauts come into Calgary. You were at the game and lose by 13 points. You know what's really Ar weird about this game? Sorry. Oh, I go just ahead. Wanna, yeah, yeah. The Argonauts uh, scored seven. Calgary scored 20. You know what's really weird about this game? Being there, of course, you don't hear the, the you don't have the play-by-play. -play. Um, nobody around us, it wasn't just us, but nobody around us knew that Chad Kelly was hurt. Yeah, because I turned on the game a little bit late because I totally forgot it was on, to be completely honest. And I turn it on, and the first thing I see is Duke, uh, Duke's out there. And I was like, okay, like it's the end of the second, so it might be just because it's halftime, they don't want to risk anything like what Bo Levi did. And so I messaged you and I was like, Hey, like what's going on? And you're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay. And because, and maybe it's not just McMahon, but I go to McMahon so I can only comment it. There's not a lot of, of play by play talk from the in-game hosts. Well, there used to be, there, there used, used to be. be. The, however, the gentleman that had been for 40 plus years, however long he was, I can't, I'm sorry, I feel really bad because I can't Dan, remember. Dan Carson used to be on country, a host on Country 105 as well. Um, however, a couple weeks ago, he suddenly passed quite shockingly to many people. Um, 
and he did like he did the home game for the Stampeders to start the season. The Stampeders left like when we're away, and he passed that week. So I don't blame the Stampeders for not having anyone who's ready to fill but, in those shoes right away. But the guy there got there. I know. Usually they'll say, "And now playing quarterback for the Toronto Argonauts." Dukes, whatever his first name but, is. And, but it's not just this year for the Stampeders. And I mean, they, they've had all sorts of issues. The stadium, we've talked about it. We're not going to beat this horse dead. But Why would you want to beat a horse dead? Well, because we keep talking about how terrible McMahon Stadium is and the audio experience. But, and the but, fans but you shouldn't terrible. beat a horse. Well, I mean, they have not one, the horse's so. fault. Well, I'm blaming the horse. Wow. Okay, everybody, um, everybody, do not call PETA. Jake was joking. He loves who's horses. Who's PETA? Is that the guy from the Hunger Games? Um, The big thing I want to talk about is, I mean, Calgary took advantage, but Dukes is not a, a this is his first year in the league. Let's face it. Let's face it. If Chad Kelly doesn't get hurt, the Stamps don't win this game. I was at I the game. I, I saw. I, say, I don't know that. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't get to see how um, uh, he was playing. So there was so many overthrown balls, badly thrown balls, balls behind people, balls into nowhere land. Um, it, yeah, you could tell this kid is just a rookie. He was overwhelmed, um, and the Lions took advantage of it. I mean, the lines, the stamps took advantage of it and good on them. Um, Just because you were cheering for them doesn't mean they're the lines now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it was fun to watch. I love the fact that Calgary took advantage of it and won um, because now there's no undefeated teams. It's six and one, six and two, and six and two. Top three teams. And And again, if you're not paying attention anymore, I'm 100% not looking down. He's looking at his phone, texting away. Yeah, and I'm still able to have a better conversation uh, with you're young than you are. Um, you you made me lose my entire train of thought because I had a rebuttal to what you were saying. Um, that was awesome. Overthrown balls, blah 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 blah. Now, this is something that I know was brought up. I think it was brought up on the Rod Peterson show. It might have been on Sakaris and Price. Do you believe that the amount of injuries we're seeing to quarterbacks has anything to do with the non-contact practices? Nah, it's just one of those things. I mean, every year quarterback, every year quarterback, every single, you're telling me every single team has to play their, their backup every single year. No, I didn't. You didn't let me finish. You kept me off in mid sentence. Every year quarterbacks go down. Has there been more this year? Yeah, maybe, but I think it has more to do with uh, the hard hitting, not the lack of um, contact in practices. I I disagree completely. Um, okay, you're allowed the, to. You're allowed to be wrong. You've never <laughs> seen this many QBs go down in, in the same amount of time. Yes, we have. Come on, that's just a silly name, statement. Name name a time when you've had BC, uh, Edmonton doesn't count. Uh, Calgary's fine. Uh, Winnipeg. So there's three teams fine. out of the entire league that have had not had to start their backup. Much, due Montreal's to fine. Montreal's fine. So there's uh, like four. Montreal F- F- Fajardo has been number one, and he's still number one. 
Um, Toronto just happened this week. Bo should never have been playing, in my opinion. So you can throw him off to the side because he can't get hit in practice. He'd break. Um, he should be but playing. He, sorry, he should be playing flag football now. It's not He's about old. the quarterbacks getting hit because in practice, quarterbacks don't get hit. It's yeah. about the linemen. It's about the receivers. It's blocking. You're not. Look at the O lines, and we've talked about it before. And I really want to give benefit to the defensive side because I think the defensive line and D um, linebackers are very underrated in the CFL. But when you're seeing this many sacks and this many quarterbacks getting hit game in and game out, how can you not look at it and say, well, maybe it's because the linemen are practicing at half speed every day at practice. Then they get into a game and it takes them a series to get into it. But so, but so are the, um, Defensive line, they're doing the but same thing. You can, you have, you have hit dummies. You have drills that you can run where you can still make hitting plays. Where the offensive line, okay, you go, you play patty cake or you hit. I mean, I drill. there's, there's no, there's no cognitive way to prove what you're saying is reality. It's an no, opinion, and I disagree with that. I, I think it's been no contact practices. How long has that been going on? Uh, I think the year before COVID it started. Okay, so why haven't we had this happen in previous years? You just said it's never happened before in any and, other year. Well, last year Rourke got knocked out. Yeah, you won. One. Well, I'm sure there's other teams. I just pay attention. But I, to. And I, I would love to do this, but there's not enough stats because the CFL is, I love the CFL, but they don't have the historical stats that the NFL does or the, anything else. But I'd love to go back and see the before the hitting practices got changed, after the hitting practices got changed, and the amount of injuries per game that happened. Yeah, it could be. I'll ask, I, um, you might know people who are able to pull that sort of information. Yeah, I'll see if I can get that info. Um, yeah, so I mean, Argo should have won that game if Chad Kelly stays healthy. But Calgary took full advantage. Yeah. Right? Like, they're, 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 no matter what we talk about, Calgary needs to have put some, there needs to be some respect put on the Calgary Stampeders because they they saw there there was an opening and they took it. Now, Dukes is, again, a first year in the CFL and it, it showed many times. But oh, you still need, you, again, there was still pressure brought onto him. Yeah. Um, what day was this? Was this Friday? This... That was Friday. Saturday was the Owls walking into Hamilton, winning by another 13 points. Wow, lots of 13 point games. But Two it was, um, we tur- why did we turn this game off? We had something because to do. it was Saturday and we were watching SummerSlam. Oh, that's right. And the Thai Cats were winning. I thought for sure the Thai Cats had this one wrapped up. And, and there was three, three or four interceptions. Yeah. Um, by Hamilton at the half, and I think Alouettes had two or three interceptions as well. Yeah, but they came but, back. And, they won. And I go back to it. Another backup quarterback, not able to close out a game. Where again, Cody Fajardo able to close out that game. Go into halftime, make those adjustments. Yep. Again, Definitely. we didn't see the game, and I, and I saw 
some commentary on Twitter and, and some of the highlights, but. It, from what I hear, it, it was a good second half. Yeah. Came back. I mean, Fajardo does nothing but win. Um, yeah. He had one bad season in Regina last year. And, and wrote everybody him. wrote him off, told no. him to go go home. He was useless. Um, he, took, <laughs> he took it to heart. He got emotional. He said some things he probably would like to take back, but maybe not. I'm not speaking for him. And now this year he's come out and says... Bring it, bitches. And personally, I'd love it because... Yeah. And, and I mean, we all know, those who follow, um, those who follow the CFL know the Ryder fans go crazy and their, their media is like no other in for uh, the Riders. They're cultish. It's like, well, it's very similar to what it's like for a hockey player in Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal in the NHL. You don't yeah. have you don't have off seasons. You don't have you can't have a, a genuine moment and or slip in an interview because they'll remember it and they'll, they'll continuously oh. bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still never understood why Fajardo got a bad rap in Saskatchewan. One oh. bad, one bad and, season and a horrible offensive line. I say I it's because saying, of no contact. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> no, that old line was bad. Even if they were able to practice with contact, the, the, um, I could have got through them. Yeah, like, and I mean, so what did they do this year? They beefed up their old line. But the reason Saskatchewan's media or fans are so like warped and. You have the the new person calling. I was going to say the word, but the new person calling play by play on radio for the stamps actually came out and tweeted today. Was it today or maybe yesterday? More yesterday, Mason Fine is the best QB two in the CFL. And I was like, "What? Yeah." I was like, "Dude." He Mason went. Fine he's won been... for, he, I mean, if he did, if you count yesterday's game, he's he's one win, <laughs> two well, losses, he's been very 150 mediocre. interceptions, forty nine thousand sacks. <laughs> like, but, but that's, that's the way they think in Regina. Yeah. It's we have the best of everything. You all fucking suck. Well, and the the same thing has really spread to the Winnipeg the blue bombers and their entire organization or their entire fan base. Um, their fan bases is just unreasonable. Talk about irrational fans. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. They're, Holy crap. They literally believe that uh, they have a dynasty and that there's been no team better than them in the CFL ever. Hell, I'm yeah. pretty sure most of them would think in professional football, Oh a yeah, better team than the the Blue Bombers over the last uh, last three years. Well, they just because they did they kicked our ass. They literally came out in force and said we're back and we're number one. It's like shut up. You lost well, to Ottawa. I, you lost. Sorry. You lost to us. You didn't score a touchdown against us the first time we played when we had our first string quarterback in. And come October six, you'll lose to us again. Now, also, CFL, 
The CFL official power rankings came out today. And you I saw to that. You can go to Hugh Sports because I posted them to Hugh Sports because there is no goddamn bleeping way that you are telling me that the Blue Bombers, who again have lost to Ottawa, who have lost to BC, and barely made it by the Riders, are better than Toronto. I can I can understand an argument to put them ahead of BC after that last game, especially because, especially because the if you look at point differential, especially in head-to-head matchups, I get it. However, now if we look at more in-depth things like starting quarterback experience and starting quarterback, all sorts of stuff like that, uh, you're going to have different uh, different uh, uh, different opinions on things. But how the hell does the entire CFL have one have one power rankings? Backed up by no stats, might I add you. There's not an article to go with it. It's literally just a picture because the CFL refuses to invest in content marketing, which, and I, I showed you this, I showed you this on Saturday. I'm a content marketer. If you go onto the TuneIn radio app right now and you type in BC Alliance, what do you see? You Under see podcasts. the Hugh Sports Podcast. You see the official, two official or sorry, you see the official BC Lions podcast. You see the Lions Den podcast, which has been around for, I think, about 10 years. Oh, Maybe longer, longer than that, probably. At least 10 years. And then you see a podcast that started in January. You know how we did that? By posting things, by being relevant, by constantly talking about things and marketing it. And we're fun! I'll, I'll let me yeah, rephrase fun. that. Oh, let me rephrase that. I'm fun. Jake's not fun. Oh, Jake's not fun. I am fun. God forbid you have fun in sports. Which reminds me. Sorry, can we, before we get into, is it important or is it quick? Okay, go, go. It's important. You were talking about no fun. Did you hear, D says Jake is fun too. I, I don't know who this D person is, but. I think you're paying this D person off. I my really hands, think you, I was going to say, my hands are up, out. so you know it's not me this time. So, did you hear the BC Lions players got fined for taking that picture in the, you know how in the end zone of Edmonton, they have the outdoor furniture, and they yeah. went laid on it and props. took picture? They got not fined for props. Not allowed to use props. But... But Hamilton, but Hamilton can sit down and do do duck duck goose, and that's fine. And 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 they could steal the camera from the camera guy. Nope. They did it. They didn't get fined. Fines haven't been announced yet. They will be fined. I better be fined. They will be fined. It's fine. But let's okay. Moving on. Moving on to yesterday's game, Um, a game I saw literally only the highlights of because. Um, I don't even know what I was doing yesterday, but I completely forgot there was a football game on. We're not allowed so, to talk about what you were doing on air. The Red Blacks, <laughs> just moving on. Red Blacks, Red Blacks go into Saskatchewan Mosaic Stadium at Taylor Field and lose by a score of twenty-four to twenty-six. What and this game just looked game. What a crazy say, this game ass just, game! Just the highlights of this game. It looked fun. It was a crazy ass game. I mean, in the last minute and a half, I think there was three field goals kicked in a minute and a half. 
They had time to get plays, move the ball down the field, and kick three field goals. Maybe four. I think it was three, though. Great. I mean, that is what the CFL is all about. That's why Jake gets so wound up when people leave with four minutes to go because they got to beat the traffic. Oh, my God. We got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Run. Run. We got to beat the traffic. Everybody just relax. Everybody relax. There is no traffic at McMahon Stadium. There's 50 people there, for fuck's sakes. Anyway. Well, especially if you stay until the end of the game, then there's really no one there. Exactly, because everybody left to beat the traffic. But no, it was a fun game. Uh, it's what the CFL is all about. I liked it. Um, and I like the fact that the Riders won and that Calgary won because now an Eastern team won't cross over to the West. It'll never happen again. Um, the chances of it happening just got a whole lot slimmer, I'll say. Yes. yes. And but, um, I mean, but that fight for third is still on. And to me, like you, the we might talk shit about the 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 Smurf Mafia and their their dynasty, but this the battle for first place in the West is going to be super super fun because Winnipeg now has the tiebreaker because they scored more points. Well, unless we beat them October 6th. When we beat That's, them October 6th, they won't have the tiebreaker because it can't to be beat a them tie on, because we, have we all to beat have them on October 6th. Yes. We have to beat them on October 6th. It's Plus, literally also, a must-win game for us. Not not just that, but we also have to make sure we're beating other teams. Well, that's that why we, we have ha- to come out mad. And we have to hope that Winnipeg either, like ideal world, Winnipeg slips. It and that game is Winnipeg just... Winnipeg does. Because if we... Because right now we're tied. If they, we, They're in first. Only because of point differential. We yes. beat Winnipeg on October 6th. We could both lose. We could both win. Let's say we but, both we both win every game until October six. Yeah, we beat them in October six. We're in first, but so it does matter. Yeah, but you, it it still matters what Winnipeg does because we have to make sure we match them. Oh, or, yeah, for sure. right, match or beat them. It doesn't matter what Winnipeg does. We have to win. Yeah, really. Like right. we went it comes from, down to we have, we don't play Toronto anymore, which I find really weird. I like it, but I find it really weird. Don't ask questions. Don't ask a, questions. In a nine game, t- in a nine team league, that we don't play every team twice when we're playing eighteen games. Hmm. Again, that leaves just for those who who need this. You could have uh, two games against each team, a home and home against each team, and then you have uh, that sixteen games, and so you have three games where you can play against. Let's see your interdivision rivals once each against, and you swap those so. One year you play you play Calgary at home twice and you play Calgary at uh, away twice. Like it's not rocket science. You and I can figure this out, but again, throwing in concerts and all sorts of different things like that. There's going to be all sorts of different things that oh, for mess sure. up the schedule. But, but when you're doing it to save travel, and that's the only reason it's done, is to save travel for the league. If the league have- is in that dire of a fucking situation, we're in bigger shit than we think we are. Moving yep. on. Do you have anything else to talk about with the Red Blacks and Riders? No, it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. I, literally, that's why I wrote it's fun game. But what does it mean? Like it means there's high like or less likelihood of a crossover. But we actually ended up turning it o- turning it off. But I ha- um, we were watching that movie, um, the Blue People, um, Way of the Water, Waterway, Way of the Water. 
Way of the Water, I think, is what you were watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had it up, but I had the game on my phone, so I was watching the f- TV. You're and... keeping yourself entertained while watching a movie. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I, was, I, I was, I was, keep, yeah. Yeah, fair. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the time that everyone loves and many people hates. It's here, folks. It's here. Hold it Let before us... you do that. Yep. Where can people go to uh, find your power rankings after the oh, show? You... You guys can find the power rankings. Well, probably won't be posted until tomorrow because I have to do a little write-up on it still, and I haven't done that. Today was my day off. I took it very seriously that today was my day off. Nice. So I did all this in the morning, and I took the day off. Um, There will be a write-up at some point this week, probably tomorrow, at hughesports.ca, where you'll be able to see my power rankings. The old man will do a week in review and a a week recap and a look ahead to next season. uh, I was supposed to do that today, but then I got playing poker online and didn't. Well, it's 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 a holiday here. It's it's it, we we're not uh, we're not working today, so it's it's fine. Yeah. Things might be a day shifted. It's fine. You guys will deal with it. Hughesports.ca is where you'll find it. You can always check us out on Facebook, uh, X, Twitter, uh, uh, all those places. We'll be able to get you all sorts of information. Eventually, one day, when Threads figures out that businesses also want to be on Threads and you want to be able to have multiple accounts that you can swap between. Um, we'll be on threads too. But until yeah. that happens, Twitter is still going to win. I'm sorry, folks. Um, but let's jump into the power rankings. Power okay, rankings. Power rankings. Jake's power rankings. Power rankings. Jake's power I, rankings. Okay. <laughs> I, next time, I think next week, maybe tonight, because I still have a lot of energy. I might take that little snippet there and turn it into like a little song that I can play right before going into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be um, fun. You got to put music behind it, though. Well, that's that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in ninth spot, this is might be a shocker to everyone. I'm just going to rip the bandaid off. You're not allowed to wear a paper bag to their stadium, but you are in ninth place, the Edmonton Elks. No surprise, right? I mean, come on. Our, our my question is: Are they going to win a game? I mean, hey, Calgary or an Alberta team won at home this year. So it only took nine weeks, but an Alberta team finally won at home. We won at home. Oh, an Alberta team. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Calgary, yeah, okay. Calgary had never won at home until, uh, until yeah. this week. That's true. In ninth or sorry, in eighth place. This, these have, are the interesting ones for me because I don't know what Jake's up to. Hamilton Tiger Cats moving down a spot after another disappointing loss. They're, the team just isn't what they hoped it was going to be ho- uh, hosting the Grey Cup. Nope. In number seven, Du-du-du-dum. the Ottawa Red Blacks losing a game. Although it was close. Still lost. They still lost and has some pretty significant playoff implications because both of Hamilton and Ottawa losing to Calgary and Saskatchewan almost but surely eliminates the crossover. Hey, I can sing. Go ahead. Who said you couldn't? Somebody. (laughs) In sixth spot, we have the Saskatchewan Rough Riders staying pat this week. They got the win. I have a hard time putting them ahead of the five teams that are ahead of them. Because in fifth spot... We have the Montreal Alouettes, who have actually moved down a spot this week. Didn't they win? They did win. And you moved them down? I moved them down. That's weird. Because, again, and I said it before, 
Team's got to put some respect on fourth place team here because no other team has done what they've done. And until they prove it, the Calgary Stampeders moving up four spots this week. Oh, you're so move- incredibly wrong. How can you move them up four spots when all they did was beat a team with no quarterback? Because they have done what no other team in the CFL has done in 2023. And once again, folks, people are going to lose their mind at Jake's power rankings. Oh, just you wait, old man. Just you wait. Because I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off right here. No. And people are going to be so mad. I'm <laughs> going to you reveal your... explain how you even come to this. I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off for all the top three teams. In three, two, one. We have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in third, the BC Lions in second, How? and the Toronto Argonauts still in first. Now, Smurf Mafia, you might be reacting like the old man is. How? Well, let's face it. You beat a third-string quarterback. Calgary beat a second-string quarterback. Yes, you tore apart the defense. However, let's not forget this defense was the same defense that a mere few weeks ago held you to not score a touchdown. And they, they our, figured that out and kicked our ass. Our, our asses, third, man. Our ass. Our third-string quarterback was, was able to put up two touchdowns on this team. 14 points. One touchdown. One touchdown, 14 points. But you said two touchdowns. Did Two touchdowns worth of points. BC Lions, in my opinion, are still better than the Blue Bombers when both teams are fully healthy. That I don't d- disagree with. Problem is, BC Lions are not healthy, and this is called the power rankings, not the standings, but the power rankings. Correct. And right now, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are super healthy and deserve to be in second place, and BC deserves to be in third. But Just that, no, my that's, opinion. That's the, that's the standings. The standings would show that. Correct. The power rankings take into effect a lot of different things. Like the Winnipeg Blue Bombers were beat by, let's scroll down here, let's scroll down here, the Ottawa Red Blacks. They barely beat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And you're telling me they should be up here? Hell, CFL thinks the Blue Bombers should be where the Argonauts are. Because the Argonauts lost. I I think somebody was spoken something on uh, when they put that out on the CFL. So, but we know the CFL can't read stats because they have none. So let's just look this through as, as a whole here. I, and, and I want your arguments here, old man, because I, I truly cannot. Just because BC got their asses kicked by Winnipeg this week, I think um, these two, they, you can't see my arrow. Um, three and two should be switched. And there's yep. no way in hell. Read my lips. Hell. That Calgary jumps up four spots for beating. Because that's saying, I mean, you, you're using logic on one way and then you're reversing it on the other. Oh, but I'm not. Oh, you but are. I'm not. No, I'm not. Because you there's are. a you... different, there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference between your second string, who you expect to get some reps in through the year, and your third string quarterback, who you put out there for short yardage plays. We started, we started, we did we not start our second string? Yes. So we started our second string. And he did nothing. And I believe he was injured before the first quarter. Sacked like 25,000 times in the first five minutes. 
got injured, and then Dominique Davis went in. So yeah, the blue bomb, the the blue wow. bombers can be really proud. They beat a third string quarterback. Ooh, let's go. I don't usually disagree this adamantly with you on your power rank because I've been like, okay, I'll switch these two. This one, you're so way out of whack. (laughs) You're so way out of rat whack, like wackle wackle. So where do you put the? Okay, so in in your power rankings that you don't do, Toronto, Winnipeg, BC, Montreal, then Calgary, then Saskatchewan. Okay, so the only, you only have issues with uh, Calgary being swapped with Montreal and BC. Montreal won. You from. can't drop them down. How can yes, you, you drop can. them down? They won. They won. How so do they lose a spot if they won? So then, based off of that logic, Toronto goes down. Winnipeg no, goes up. Toronto yeah, that's you're using this team. team. You're... One second. One second. We need to. <clears throat> you're using. <laughs> you're using the logic that the CFL used for their power rankings. Well, no, I mean BC and, BC and Toronto lost, so they have to move down. No, 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 no. You're not listening to me, but it's okay. I disagree with you. For sure. No, I'm good. I'm good. I said my piece. You have to be able to take a lot of heat <laughs> this week, my friend. I, you know what? I should get come I... at you so hard and so fast that you're going to be going. <laughs> please, please do. Okay. I mean, I don't care about the Smurf Mafia, to be honest. It's no. everybody else. <laughs> That's fine. And you know what? I can have civilized discussions with most other. No, you can't. Yeah, I can. I have very civilized discussions on Facebook. Way no, more discussions than you do. What? No, with bomber fans, you can't. No, have I said with, with other fans. You don't. Oh you yes, don't with other fans. With I other can. fans. With bomber fans, I just don't have the time. No, the, they would. They'd be like, "Bomber's not. Bomber not first. Why bomber, bomber not first? Bomber with the dynasty. Dynasty. We put hit out on you. We're the mafia, you know. We put hit on Jake. Jake, go hit. Bad Jake. Oh, he's over there. Anyway. However, next week we have these bombers. It so something we need to get into again with the scheduling. Do the bombers? Did the bombers just uh, yes. um, uh, pay a bunch of money so that they would have the easiest schedule possible? The bombers start off the week another Thursday night game for them. So another full week in between games, they're able to rest and relax. Um, sure, it's against it, it, it's also against the Elks. So, I mean, you could put this on a Saturday, it, it wouldn't matter. It's a bye. Um, they wouldn't it be funny? Bombers, wouldn't it be funny if this is the one the Elks win at home? Would we not have Elks, just the most fun? Bomb, bombers go into Edmonton August 10th at 6 p.m. Where I'm Jerry put five is, bucks on the Edmonton team, where Jarius Jackson has now had a full week, yes, to input to, to put in his game plan. With and a Trey quarterback with Trey Ford, who's an actual good starting quarterback, with receivers who could play if the ball was thrown to him. And all I'm saying is you keep you you mentioned that you always have the upset of the week. That's the upset of the week. Because they're they're sitting high and, and mighty on their dynasty yes. seat now. So, so pick um, them. I'm still taking the bombers. 
Pick them. I'm taking the Bombers. Give me the points, and I'm taking the Elks. Yes. I'm, I'm going to put um, five bucks on the Elks just for the fun of it. Then we go into the Riders. The Saskatchewan Riders going into Montreal at 4.30 p.m. This? On this Saturday. No, Friday. Friday. Isn't it? Uh, this will be the game of yes, the week. This very well has the, the potential to be the game of the week. This because both of them are fighting for to, to stay in playoff contention. And for for Jardo, Cody is going to have a burner saddle. He's going to want to prove everybody on that in that riders executive organization that they were wrong and he is an elite quarterback. I think the fire would be even a bigger if this was in Saskatchewan rather than in Montreal. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I definitely agree. The fire is going to be there. And he, I, I'm looking first, first or second play from Fajardo to be a bomb. Um, oh. uh, or he'll take bomb. it himself and run it. Yep. Just run it down their throat. Yep. And it's gonna be, gonna, I'll be watching this one. Like for sure. I'm going to take, who are you taking in this game? Uh, I'm going to take the else. I'm gonna take the riders. Are you? I don't know why. I have that. I have that. That feeling of just like, like you said, with uh, with Fajardo coming out and just putting the the team on his back and his his anger towards the to the towards the riders could could show through. I see what you're saying. Yep. And then we have a game that could really set how well the Lions are to be in the future. Well, this will be the game for the Lions, even though it's, 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 I'm going to say, I hate doing this, but it's, it's almost don't a say it. It's not, it's, it's not a win. Well, because if you don't win this, if you come out flat and you don't win, you're now six and three. Yep. And Calgary is what? Five and four. Again, I'm I'm not saying it's a it, I'm not able. You can't put a a must win label on this because it's not a must win game or you're out. No, no, but, no, no, no. It's a must win to keep this momentum that the well, Lions have had and to keep, to keep that, the crowd in the game. Well, and, and it's to keep the to keep the the top two and the bottom two in the playoff yes, contention. Exactly. If you lose this, it's now a four team right. Well three-team race for two playoffs positions. It and is. The Blue, and the Smurf Mafia is right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Um, I'm taking the Lions. Oh, so that's am I. because I'm a homer. Um, I'm a homer. I wish right. this game was in, in Calgary because we only get one game in uh, Calgary this year. Um, but should be a super fun game. Then we go to the last game, the... Red Blacks taking on the Argos in Toronto, which is always a heated rivalry game. Big question is, and I haven't seen anything, and I don't know if you have, is Chad Kelly going to play this game? I haven't seen, I, I haven't, and I, because I had such a busy weekend because we had um, my daughter Amanda and her family down for the weekend with her new baby. So we didn't really get a much time to really look at anything. So I haven't been paying attention. I will have to take a look um, and see. Because if not, does Ottawa stand a chance? Yeah. Yeah. That's I a think coin, if, if, if if it's Dukes, it's a coin flip. I don't even think it's a coin flip if it's, if it's Dukes. I think Ottawa has the advantage. 
Yeah. That's how that's how poor I saw from what I saw of Dukes. Who knows? Maybe they can adjust the uh, play calling and adjust the game for Dukes. Because you know, yeah. I mean, when you go in, you have your game set. Game your play sets ready, and you can't you just should, change that by putting in a different quarterback. But you know, it's you I, it's tougher. But I, in my uh, from my understanding, you have your play sets for team one, which would be Kelly. You've got your play sets for play for QB two. Yes. So you have to. Don't get me wrong; they're not as practiced and polished. But I don't think it was practice and polish that was needed. It was confidence and and, and just experience experience yeah he was overwhelmed he was just overwhelmed and calgary came out because they they needed to win that or i wouldn't say needed but they wanted to win that game to to. keep themselves yeah it was wasn't a must win but they better had won or else people's jobs were on the line well with kelly being out if they had lost this game and kelly was in they would have just been like okay cool Kelly going out really made that difference. I, I don't think so. I think um, lots of changes would have been made if they didn't make a good, uh, good. Showing. I don't think the Argos. I don't think the Argos game. I think this next game would have been that game if they didn't get the win against the Argos. Yeah, because Calgary, like Calgary, has to be looking at BC as that's the team we need to beat to make it to the Grey Cup. You they're, saw that bench. If you saw that bench on Saturday night, the Calgary bench, and again, I'm only five rows up behind the bench. They were one excited group. Um, I mean, they they've done something no other team in the in 2023 has done. Yeah, no, it was good. It was, um, and it wasn't a single pointer through the end zone at the last second. It was a a two touchdown game. Which reminds me, let's go back to that Saskatchewan game. Yes, they were. Um, I know we're way over time again, but you triggered something in my mind, so I'm going to run run with it. Uh, yes. Riders were third and one. At, at at the one. So third and goal. And they kicked a field goal. How much time left in the game? I mean, that, to me, that's... Minute 15 seconds? It doesn't matter. To me, you run that. Like, I, 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 I was shocked when they um, lined what, up for a field goal. I was like, maybe they're trying to pull them offside? I would say if they had a timeout, they, you'd try a hard count. But you, don't um, do but you wouldn't do that as a field goal. goal no, right? you wouldn't have done that with a field goal. You go in, you line up. Under and you go, like you're not allowed, not allowed to do that. Not allowed to do that. You have to quarterback make can quarterback nope. can nod their head. Quarterback can nod their head, but cannot make any forward motion. No, you can go like this. Yeah, and yeah. but he'll usually usually verbalize has to it. verbalize it as well. Yes, um, but I just thought that was a weird call. Another weird call by Dickinson. I've seen it. And that's the other Dickinson. Um, I've seen it um, numerous times this year that I'm just kind of scratching my head going, what is he doing? Anyway, well, that was... Something I want to talk about as well, uh, we can talk about next week um, if it keeps up, but Craig Dickinson is getting a lot of heats for some oh, of his yeah. play. Um, and I don't blame him. But you know what? I think any coach, you could have Wally Buono in his prime. In his prime, not the old... The, Washed up Wally Bono that we were like, okay, Wally, we love you, but it's time for you to go in his prime. And they would have bitched and they would be 10 and 0 and they'd still be bitching about play calls by Wally. Yep. hundred so percent. But that's, riders, that's Saskatchewan. However, yeah. I think it's, I think it's beyond just a Saskatchewan fan base. It's even CFL fans like you and I, who are like, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? And, and um, when you put Dickinson versus Dickinson, it just gets even worse because 
feel like they feed off of the brainwaves of stupidity. But... Dabs did something stupid in their game. Not surprising. They have the best field goal kicker. It's third and two, third and two and a half. I forget how much time was left. It was yeah. in the fourth quarter. And they went for it. Yeah. When they lined up, I thought, oh, they're going to try to hard count it and draw them offside. And then they, they snapped the ball. Up. And you know the guy sitting in front of us, the older guy that sits in front of yeah. us? You look back at me like, <laughs> it was just one of those, what the, f- they got it. I mean, they, they, now it, they converted it, but. How much of that is, well, let's try it. But Depending on where you're you at on kick, the field and, and the game situation, so many variables matter. But you kick a field goal in that position, and you're up by three scores, I think it was. But, so again, it was just how one much... of those weird calls. It didn't really mean anything. But, but it was just one of those weird things. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Well, unless you have anything else. No. That has been the Hughes Sports Podcast for the week of August 7th. I want to thank you all for coming to hang out. We did have a few of you in uh, the YouTube uh, room there. Yeah, it was fun. I love when people chat in the YouTube. Um, And I was going to say, and there was conversation going back and forth between uh, chatters as well, which I always like to see. If you guys like what we do here, again, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Tell Share friend. with your friends because, uh, I mean, there's not a lot of podcasts out there that talk the week through in the CFL every single week like we do, who have controversial opinions and are, aren't afraid to fight each other on air about power rankings and decision makings. And Well, as I say, you're allowed to be wrong. I mean, I'm always right, so how can I be wrong if I'm always right? Please do. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google, anywhere else, subscribe. Five, Give us five stars. Give us a little review. Uh, there are on Spotify, you can ask questions. Ask us questions about whatever you heard here today because we are here to help you guys. You guys help us make the show better. If there's something you guys want us to talk about more, tell us. Keep your eyes peeled to socials because we have a bunch of new things um a bunch uh, one big new thing coming at the end of this month that i'm super super excited for so uh yeah you can find me on threads instagram or tiktok and everywhere j streams here j-e-h-s-t-r-e-a-m-s see me on twitch.tv slash j streams here every tuesday and potentially wednesdays and the old man where can they find you Cavelli Channeling, and I'm going to plug it because tomorrow night we have a, my, I'm bringing back Cavelli Channeling Presents. If you're into that spiritual mindset and you want to um, hear from others uh, that have gone through a lot of the same things you're going through, tune in because I literally interview people about their experiences, spiritual experiences, etc. We have a huge announcement coming up tomorrow. Um, that I'm super, super excited for. So if you want to, you can tune in on Facebook at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, or you can go to YouTube, Cavelli Channeling. It's very cool. We're going to be interviewing Alana King-Scott tomorrow, so it should be fun. Perfect. I was going to say, make sure you plug that. Did we ever figure out how I like to come up with an ending for this show. No, we always no, we talk. Just talk and talk and we're like, and then, how do we and then end all it? of a sudden I'm like, Hey, bye. And we end the stream. No, we okay. came up with no ending. <laughs> how you about I throw something up my screen? 
but that's stealing that's stealing other people's bits you can't okay. be stealing other people's bits you got to come up unique it's got to be organic you can't you can't manufacture I if i just stand up and walk out well i mean cave